This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hello, and welcome back to Betch Labs. I'm Jordana. I'm Samantha. And we are the Betches. And I have my dog again this week. And Samantha has her dog again this week. Bruce is here. Bruce is here, chilling in my lap. Yes. Trying um, to eat everything. Sam's a mom now. It's very exciting. The potty training is going horrifically. Yeah, I just... Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this with a human. I just babysat my nieces on um, a Friday night, and I think we were going over this discussion of, like, what's harder, like a dog or, pe- or like, a kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like a kid is definitely more expensive. And harder. You can screw them up, and you can screw them up oh, real yeah, like bad. Oh, yeah, mentally. Right. Like, Bruce, you're, Bruce probably, like, isn't going to be, like, talking to a therapist about how you give him, like, relationship problems and, like... Right, years. right, right. But he he's definitely upset about, like, the current status of the training and having to go outside. He hates to walk. Right. I feel like you can, like, fuck up a dog, but, like, you have to be, like, real bad. Like, much worse than, like, being a bad parent. No, you can definitely, like, fuck up a dog, like, by, like, by training them shitty, but, like... You Yeah, but the dog's not gonna remember the time you said it was like bad at playing the piano. I think right, <laughs> but I think he's really just upset at the situation. So look, he's crying. He's literally crying because of this walking situation. Um, you don't know that. He's crying. There's definitely a tear. Maybe he's crying because you keep talking about him in the third person. He's here and he wishes he could be like, listen, like it's not what I'm upset about at all. Like, I'm going through a bad breakup. Please leave me <laughs> my alone. My girlfriend from the my girlfriend from the kennel didn't text me back. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're just assuming like things that like are upsetting him, and that's never good. That's true. Fine. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about some TV because there's some great TV on this week. Yeah, TV is like the only thing on my mind at this moment. Um. Yeah, because like okay. the news is eh. It's whatever. Okay. Yeah. So Big Little it's Lies. Depressing. Um, I never read the book, full disclosure. Did Me you read either. the book? Okay, you never no, but I read the Wikipedia page for the book, so I knew how the <laughs> so series was going to end. Oh, you can't, You literally are obsessed with spoilers. You cannot be surprised, like, once. It's just, I must know right away. Okay. I used, when I was a child, I used to read the end of a book. Like That's like um, Billy Crystal in, in When Harry Met Sally. I guess I am like him. It's creepy. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. Big Little Lies. Um Really love unrealistic, but like love the show. I thought the end sequence with like the crashing with the beating up was like so great. I like I thought like this I don't like actually so ever you love violence. I never give a shit about cinematography or like any of that like editing shit, but like that was like that made me feel things. With like the crashing waves. Yeah. Like I think if you can make me feel things, I think you can probably agree with this. Like that means they like had some good editing. Yeah. Great editing. Major <laughs> not, that should be like a that should be like a, an award. Yeah, it should be like, on the Academy. Feel something. Or yeah. the Emmy board. Okay, but so we love I love the show. Loved. Best show I've seen in a really long time. Well, great cast, so, like, obviously. Great cast, but also just, like, juicy and amazing. Right. The end was, like, okay, Aileen kind of told me the end. Okay, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to know them, stop listening. Mm-hmm. Aileen kind of told me that, like, Celeste's kids are the ones that, or her son is the one that's actually hitting her. Yeah. So, like, I was annoyed about that because, like, that spoiler was ruined. I did not think about the whole, like, Jane, the guy, is, like, because like, so yeah. like you don't think That's, about the fact that like oh she like he like doesn't make it to orientation and like also like how yeah. are all these parents going to the school so often if they have like they're so fucking rich that they have these like amazing beach homes and right. like, they're so wealthy how are they they're, they're always every, at home none of them have a nanny mm-hmm. they're all yeah. right they're all just constantly picking their, their kids up from school and going to school fundraisers which are like totally absurdly yeah. budgeted and being like overly involved in their children's lives yeah. why was there a paparazzi at the at the fundraiser. <laughs> the fundraiser was so over the top. It was like the Met Gala. Like, right. Like, who, like, who gets their hair done, like, with a wig and, like, 
a whole thing like Renata did. Like she like for a fundraiser. Like it's a fundraiser. Right. Like the what? money is supposed to go to charity. How like no the no it's not a charity. It's to the private school that they oh no they send their kids to public, public school. school. Right. So the it's like a government-sponsored massive-ass fundraiser. Yeah, like literally all the parents are at the school every day. Like Nathan is at the school every yeah. day. Nathan Bonnie's, and Bonnie. Yeah, they're both they're both at the school every day. Celeste is at the school like extremely often, right. which I guess she doesn't work. So like that, the Madeline thing, whatever. Even yeah. Ed is there a lot. I don't know what he does, but like, – No, Ed just stands at his standing desk in the living room and like – like chills. makes like sort of like contentious comments. Yeah. No, they're all a little bit ridiculous, but like obviously – we've talked about this before the best shows are about rich people rich powerful people who do scandalous dirty things i don't mind shows about poor people who do scandalous things too but like i guess fine but it's more like rich powerful it's more people like, doing bad things it's more like, like great so gatsby-esque to have like right that's my favorite book right it gives you like this feeling of like of decadence it's like decadence and like and like power and like i yeah. don't know it makes you Scandal. it just like attracts you in some way right because it's seemingly perfect yeah. but it's Right, but it was super okay. With Jane, okay, Jane would have recognized Perry because like Celeste is always posting pictures of her perfect life on Facebook. That is she? Was, that was definitely well, like a the... scene where she was always like taking pictures of her kids and then posting them on Facebook. And it's like, is, does Jane not have a Facebook, or does she, are right. they not friends? And like, like the entire time, even though he's very involved in the kids' lives and it's like super dad, it's just never like. Right. Cross paths. And also, if he's this, like, abusive husband, he would definitely make it a point to know every one of her friends and, like, who they were, especially since he, like, had he it just, out like, for Ziggy he just, like, didn't even know her name. I think it's just a plotting So it's just, like, weird, like, Ziggy's his son. Yeah. That oh, was, yeah. like, kind of the weird part for me. Ziggy and Max and Josh are all brothers. And they're all, like, the same age. So, like, also, like, I just, I didn't think it was that realistic. That, I mean, I guess it's not, I don't know. But, like, it seemed like he wouldn't, he was, like, so obsessed with her that he almost, like, wouldn't cheat on her. Like, no. even when he was away and they were, like, having FaceTime sex. He obviously like, has, like, lots of rage and, like, a sexual aggression. Right. So I no, think clearly, it doesn't probably like, end with his wife. I guess. I just, like, had this feeling like he was, like, so obsessed with her and, like, obsessed with, like, keeping her that he actually wouldn't cheat on her. Right. I think that I honestly feel like what this show, like, did for, like, abuse was really interesting. Because in the beginning, like, let's say the first or second episode, it, like, wasn't totally clear that, that he like, was, like, it was really abu abusive. Right. Like, you thought he was just, like, a little bit I mean, people have, like, kind of, like, violent sex where they, like, spank or, like, choke each other. So, like, that's right. – I don't think people consider that. Like, look at, like, Billions. Have you ever seen Billions? Yeah. Like, right. Right. And no yeah. one's, like, that's abusive. But that's totally but that's... consensual and they both like it. Right. Well, it's less, like – it's less like spontaneous, I think. Almost. Well, it's less like I'm hitting you out of rage and more like I'm hitting you because we both agree that this is something we enjoy. Right. But th but that's him saying that's like kind of a blurry line. Like with Celeste and Perry, they were kind of like both. They, she said like they both kind of turn each other on by this rage. So I can see how it would be like this kind of blurry line of like obviously when he's I just like taking her head and like smashing it into the wall yeah. like that's not like sexually like arousing. I don't think, but I don't think that he that she actually believes what she was saying. I think that this is just like a, a big little lie that she tells herself. Right. Oh that's like a good point. Maybe she doesn't yeah. actually get turned on by that. No she's just scared. That's how that's like the way abuse works is that like the woman You tell like, yourself like you deserve it or yeah. ask for it. Or like yeah or I things. made him angry. Right. Like so I think I think that's really interesting. And like I hope that there are people out there who like are maybe in relationships like this and like watch this and be like, oh, like that's me. Like we look okay, but we're actually not okay because like my husband hits me and then like Well, it's like that's how Instagram me. is fake news. Facebook's fake right, news. Right, right, right. Celeste's life is fake news. It's kind of like almost like anything that 
It's like even the self-aware posts that anyone puts on like Facebook or Instagram or any of those things, those are still kind of fake news because you're still tr- you're still doing it and you still like want likes. Even what if do you it's mean like the self-aware posts. Like even posts that are like I don't normally do this or like I don't like or like I'm making a joke right. out of this or like I'm calling out this kind of thing. Like those people still want likes. Yeah. Like comedians who like post like funny shit, like they still like Right. want the affirmation it's still curated even if it's like non-curated creation it's still like right well curated. i think it's like the best possible attempt at being earnest on a platform that doesn't cater to like earnest positivity and like right. genuine emotion but there's just like generally really like no actual way to almost like post anything for the public and not have it have you want to like get some sort of validation out of it in some small way right well i think almost everything that we do in public in front of anyone like is right. is on some level for validation. Like, there's no way that you're right. not considering what if, people if are thinking public, of you right. when you do something. That's why we were saying, like, everything public is sort of, like, a little bit of bullshit. Like, we were right. talking about, like, people who post, like, happy one month since my wedding. Like, I love my husband so much. Like, he's my best friend. It's like, yeah, you could text him that. And, like, I'm sure right. he would feel, like, like just as strongly that, like, he would almost probably – for me, I feel like I would feel, like, better if I got, like, an individual text because it would be, like – personal and like wouldn't be for anyone else it would just be for me right like this is almost like world like look how happy i am it's been like x amount of months since like this happened right and like don't you agree that like i look really happy right (laughs) no i i completely agree with you i think that yeah big little it's true (laughs) right i mean yeah people are seeking validation that's that's pretty much it like it's it's almost like it just shows why, like, boundaries and privacy, as much as, like, we want to be completely uncensored and be able to say whatever we want, like, on principle, boundaries and privacy, like, Make are things important more special. and are valuable. And, like, it's just I, – I don't know if that's something that people, like, understand or can appreciate because of the fact that, like, the – like, we're all used to getting so much validation and there's this sense of, like, we need to keep up. Right. Well, it's like it's almost like if everyone's doing it, I feel like I have to do it. Or right. it's like it says some it says something to not put anything up. It says everything you do says something. Or it says either say I don't have something to put up or I don't care and I think I'm too good to put something right. up. Right. It's hard to But you're but most of the tell. time I feel like people will be afraid that like people would think they don't have anything to put up. Right. There's a whole world around like the psychology of like social posts, which it must be like a new and evolving thing since it hasn't been around that long. I would consider us to be experts on that matter, so if anyone has any questions. By, like, anecdotes, not by, like, case studies. No. Not, like, not, not by, like, theoretical not by, research. Like, no, we have not done any empirical research right. with, like, statistically significant results. But, like, you understand the mindset of people, yourself included, right. myself included, when we post things and, like, the way that we want. Like, right. No one posts things with hopes that no one sees and judges it. No, everyone everyone posts things and hopes, I hope that this adds to people's image of who I am in a positive way and makes people think that I am cool or trendy or different or right. special. Or self-aware. Or self-aware or funny. Whatever right, yeah. it is that like creates your self-concept, you're always posting to validate what the image right. and you here's the thing it is. makes you pretend like you're more a certain way than you are because like there's nothing interesting about someone who's like moderately into food. Or like someone right. who's like kind of into fashion, right. you, like you can like even though like a lot of people are, that's like real, but that's not interesting. What's real? What's like cool? What's like interesting is someone to have like a passion for like food right. or animals right. or 
that or like any of that so shit. it becomes that almost like even like your passions in many situations or not your passions but even people's passions in many situations just kind of become this like image building like mechanism right that feeds into itself and might right. not even be real because right. again no one cares if you're moderately into fashion if you right. dabble in the fashion world right like how much do i really like food well you better believe i really love it because i posted like all these pictures right. of my food and now i'm gonna prove to you just I, how much i love it right and just how good of a food photographer i am right because that's who i am right i'm just really into vestibules right now right exactly <laughs> Right, but that's not who any – everyone is, like, so much more nuanced than the images that they project, but, like, I feel like they want to see more consistently a certain way. Right, well, because, it's again, it's boring to be, like, a it's, dabbler. Like, right. Like, and also, no one's posting, like, they're – like, you might post a meme, like, a fake self-aware relatable meme, like, oh, I, like, like to sit around and watch Netflix on my in my pajamas. It's like, okay, so then why don't you post an Instagram of yourself watching Netflix in your pajamas if that's, like, so you, you know? Right, but it's, like, that's – first of all, that's so everyone, and, like, also, like, that doesn't explain anything about who you are as a person. It kind of does. Despite, like, your best. If, if every night the only thing you do is go home and watch Netflix, it actually says a lot about you. I think a lot of people do that. I think they do, but... I don't think that's, like, a nuanced, like, like, like thing No, about it does someone. say something about you. It says that you need a hobby or a social life, or maybe you have social anxiety if you can't, like, see people. I think... Do you think those people are, like, really never, ever doing anything else? Or they're just, like, a lot of... It's, like, a lot of nights they're just, like, tired and they... I, no, I don't mean – you know what I mean. I don't mean, like, every person who, like, goes home, like, watch Netflix, this is them. Like, but I mean you can – if if you have something else to do, you're probably doing it. Right. You know? Um, I agree. Okay. So speaking of people who are, like, not really self-aware but definitely want to be projected a certain way, let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Great. <laughs> the yeah. reunion, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite part of yeah. the whole – This – yeah. Um, of the whole – series because it's like everyone having like because the whole time I'm when I'm watching it like at home like the actual episodes I'm like these people are talking so much shit about each other like either behind closed doors or to like the confessional camera and like they know that like someone sees it and like the the reunion is like after everyone has like seen the whole show and like seen what everyone has said and like mm-hmm. has had a chance to like digest that and like that is so much more interesting than like how they like fake interact with each other right um, my favorite not thing about being confronted about all those things. My favorite thing about the reunion is that like Andy Cohen asked them questions about like their behavior. Like you said that like so and so person was like old. It's like you're he's forcing them basically to defend things that they said when they were drunk, and then they have to like they have to like escalate the way that they feel. So it's like, or they could just be like, you know what? Like, sorry, shouldn't have said that. Right. They would never say Which, that. Like, they kind of, I mean, Katie kind of said that. Right. Right. Okay. So that was like very rare, but most of the questions he asked were like, you said this. And it's like, they were completely right. wasted when they said that. Like, why can't they just be like, I was wasted. That was dumb. Instead. They're like, well, she is fat. Right. Like, you know, it's- right. Well, James is just like the world's biggest douchebag, right. but he wasn't even that bad last night. I feel like he's been so much worse. I think he's going to get a good edit next season to make up for the really two really bad two seasons worth of editing. That's the thought. only reason he's back. Otherwise, who gives a shit about him? Right, but I did right. like that they were kind of like breaking the fourth wall a little bit and talking about the waitresses who were accusing him of trying yeah. to sleep with them and basically saying how like they're doing it so they can get part of the crew and so that they can be on the show. Right. I appreciated that too. It's very right. honest. It's like real because like that's why like any – that's like half the reason – probably at least half the reason any of them do any of the shit that they do yeah. is so that they can remain relevant, get screen time, get promotions – get like all right. that other shit and like yeah like of course like it's very convenient to sleep with someone on the show who has a girlfriend mm-hmm. and like insert yourself into the storyline right like Again. i think i definitely think he did it but like yeah 
Um, I can but definitely. That's why see, they did it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's I mean, why again, it's the image you want to project. Right. But like, how sad of a person do you have to be to like want to be on like Vanderpump Rules as like a like a like adulterous waitress? Well, it's the most successful show on Bravo. I feel like at the moment. So like. Right, I but guess, like that's such a selling your soul kind of move. Okay, but if that's like the track you're on, like, yeah, that yeah, is guess. what you want to do. If you're going to do it, do it right. Another um, thing about the reunion that I like always appreciate is that like I really don't even ever know what they're fighting about like in the season. Like I couldn't even tell you what the premise of the arguing this season was, but it almost doesn't even matter because their personalities are such that like no matter what particular thing they were arguing about, they would find something else to argue about and it would always play out the same way. Whether it was like so-and-so, like Lala well, called like the Katie teams, fat. Right. Or she, but she could have just said that like her wedding dress was ugly. Like it could have been anything. Like it was always going to be those three. Like it was always going to be that team against that team and this person's going to always act this way because that's who they are and this person's always gonna act this right. way and it doesn't matter what anyone actually said because everyone kind of also like wants you to act the way that you've been acting because like now they like feel like they know you and when you act out of character they're like whoa like that's not what i signed up for like right. almost like it was almost like it's like kind of sick but like when kate when katie like apologized to lala i was like whoa like what the fuck like i don't want to see that i want to see them like screaming at each other and being like really petty and being really like like inappropriate and being absurd right. because like if I wanted to see like a normal healthy interaction like I wouldn't fucking turn on Bravo right <laughs> Do you know what I mean right I um I love what Lala was wearing um, that white thing. I thought her she looked her skin looked great and she looked really pretty I think she looked like I don't best. really I don't really like her but she did look really good also the the uh, the view that they film from that gives them all double chins it's like not good yeah I bet they do that on purpose because they want you to think like oh I got fat. <laughs> But they look better, I think, on the reunions than they do, like, in the show. That's because they have full hair and makeup. Right. Serious hair. Like, Stassi was, like, very dark. Yeah. They can plan their outfits for six months if they want. Um, yeah. No, it's good. I wonder if they're drunk for the reunion. I feel like not really. I'm sure they're, like, buzzed. Buzzed. Yeah. Right. Or, like, on whatever pills they're, like, diagnosed or prescribed. Right. Um, no, I thought it was good, and I can't wait. Because, obviously, the third one's going to be the best. Yeah, they always – so they, they always, keep watching, obviously. I want more about, like, Katie and Tom, but, like – I like how Shelby loves the, left the room because he, like, doesn't give a shit about, like, the yeah. – uh, Just <laughs> FYI, listener, Shelby is, like, the producer on this, and he usually sits and listens to us, but he's just so bored of hearing about Vanderpump Rules. He's probably yeah. so happy it's there's only like two more episodes. It's probably the worst, like, 30 minutes of his week. Yeah. Anyway, let's um let's move on – Let's talk about girls like at the end of it because like I don't want to talk about girls now because it's like annoying me and I feel like we're going to debate it and I like don't I totally really, want to talk. I don't about really girls. know if we have any time to like really get into it in the way that I like want to and I'm going to get like a little heated because I, I feel like, like girls really, is more interesting I feel like, than your bitch. I feel like you're strongly really into it and I'm kind of let's talk about it. For, let's like, talk about. Let's it. put a three minute cap on it. Okay. Though. Okay. Okay. Get out everything. Um. So. I feel like this, the storyline is, like, absurd. Obviously, the dialogue is good. But, like, I find the storyline to be so preposterous that, like, it is turning me off from the thing. Like, clearly Hannah would get an abortion. One. Yeah. Clearly Adam isn't just, like, le just like deciding to leave Jessa. And, like, she's, like, totally chill with it. Clearly Marnie isn't, like, oh, like, I've had this revelation that I'm actually, like, a selfish bitch after talking to, like, the pawn shop worker. Yeah. Like, let alone, like, her she husband. She would never right. take that. It wouldn't be, like, from him at all. Right. Like, it just, like, wouldn't. Right. And, like, that was the, I think that's, like, more, last season I felt like they set up these scenarios that were, like, much more relatable. Mm -hmm. And, like, I felt, like, connected to them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. the, the idea of, like, of, like, you know, like, a love triangle or the idea of, like, 
someone telling their like someone revealing like their feelings for someone who doesn't feel anything back like that was i felt much more of like a real right no i agree no for sure this is like i don't like this season i know you think i'm like super into it i am i really like it i'm not looking for it to be realistic i don't like it as much as i like put it this way like i just did a catch-up of like the whole season pretty much in like like i was able to wait to watch some episodes so i'm not like literally counting down the days to it but i do like it and like i don't really care that it's not realistic because despite what actually happens like i don't feel like i'm watching it on that level i feel like i'm watching it to like understand their personalities and understand like their mindsets which i relate to a lot of but i don't think that they would do the things the scenario like i don't believe their mindsets are consistent which is why it annoys me because i don't believe that they're like that they're like acting in ways that look would align with their mindsets. Yeah, but like that's like for the sake of the show, but it still like does work. Like, yeah, Marnie's like crazy and she gets these like weird ideas out of everywhere. Like, remember when she thought that she should like perform like stronger at that thing? Like, Marnie yeah, gets was weird funny. ideas, wrong ideas, bad ideas from places all the time. So this is just like another time where she just like took a stranger's fucking stupid idea and like pursued that. But it and happens suddenly to be decided right. to be self aware. Right. Well, it, okay. In this situation, it happens to be right, but like it could have been any other situation where she did something dumb on account of some weird interaction she had hannah also like doesn't have anything together like i'm not that shocked at hannah like as a 27 year old was like oh yeah like i could just like be like i i don't find it like that unrealistic i feel I like think she's that a smart just... her character is smart and she wouldn't do this but anyway maybe she wouldn't have right. a baby elijah but everyone continues else. to be the best part of the Absolutely. show of course i think we can both agree on that i think you, and everyone agrees right. with that. and with that let's move on to dear batch yeah we ha- we didn't get as heated as we could have, yeah. but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. I think when the season's over, we'll have a lot to say. Yeah. Dear Betches. Oh, I just have a lot of feelings. Dear Betch, first of all, I love the podcast. You guys are hilarious. I recently realized how like 90% of your Dear Betch advice pretty much boils down to just fucking communicate with people. It's kind of true. Um, but here I am nonetheless. So here's the deal. I grew up in a very religious and conservative home. So I was taught that sex was dirty and bad until you got married and then somehow it it becomes magical and amazing. In college, I've been able to rethink all of this, and now I'm a hundred times more sex positive and have a more you do you, no judgment kind of attitude, which is great. But here's the problem I am constantly facing. I can't tell you how many guys have straight up ghosted me when they found out I'm still a virgin. I'm not saving myself for marriage or anything like that. I'm just waiting for a guy who isn't a complete dick. Normally, we'll hang out and hook up, but never go all the way. When the topic comes up, at first they don't believe me, and then they'll be really cool about it and say that it's fine. They want me to be comfortable and we can take our time, but it's only a matter of time before I stop hearing from them completely. This timeline has lasted anywhere from two weeks to a couple of months um, when we were long distance, and it always ends the same way. My, I guess my question is, what do I do in this situation where all I want is a guy to stick around long enough so that I can finally fucking have sex? <laughs> Frustrated bitch. I like um, this question. Yeah. Because um, it's like kind of sure. unique, but I don't think it's that. Because it's not like you're a 30. So she's yeah. th- right. So she's in college. In college right. Yeah. I lost my virginity in college. Yeah. Not that um, crazy. It's not that crazy. I think like, I think it's almost it's almost like you think of this as like a negative thing, but it's actually a positive thing yeah. that none of these guys you are like just trying to like so sweep. High. Not even that. Like, who yeah. cares about your number? Really? Like, you maybe do. maybe in college you your do. number counts because like everyone knows each other. But like after that, no one gives a shit. But like really, the issue is is that like if you because like the guys who are just gonna like sweet talk you and like pretend to be someone like more into you than they're not so so they can have sex with you are gonna like really fuck you up because then they're gonna leave after you've had sex and just like your virginity so you're gonna be like yeah you're gonna be upset you're right. gonna be what me way more upset so these guys are doing you a favor by like bouncing because like the ones that the ones that write like the, the guy like really thinks that 
like you're great and we're worth it, like he's going to wait and he's going to hold out and like he's going to be into it or he's going to say something about like it doesn't seem that. like her problem is waiting like is like that she's like making the guys wait. It's more that like once she tells them they're like, "Oh, I don't want to get involved in this." Right. Well, it's a lot of responsibility. So it's like but you're also right. then weeding out the guys who don't want to be in a relationship. Right. Uh, another question is like does this girl I it's not even clear she wants to be in a relationship, but she definitely wants to be able to like trust this person. So like, I think that like kind of the best bet and like only move, unless you want to just kind of like get it over with is to like basically wait for someone who is like just okay with it. Like you just have to wait for someone. Right. I think it's like you're waiting someone and you'll be like fine because like when you meet the guy who's like okay with it. And it's good that you're like honest and like upfront. Yeah. A lot of people would just like lie so that they could like lose it. Right. And then like not even let the right. guy know. So I think it's like really noble or not even noble, but just like smart and like yeah. and like a good idea to tell them so that they're not they're not wondering what's going on. And if they like really like you, they'll like They'll, they'll, they'll be fine with it. it and right. they'll be fine with it. It is a lot of pressure, I think, for a guy because I think they know that it's like very important for right. girls. So they kind of are a little hesitant if they're not fully, fully into you to do that right. because it's because it they might assume you're gonna get attached. Right. Which you probably like right. will. Yeah. Like there's Especially... a very good chance that you will. So I think that's good. You're actually like you're thinking of this as a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing because like now you're basically able to like weed out the guys that like don't really give a shit about right. you. Right. You have like a natural thing. Once you once it's over, you'll be happy that you like waited for the right person right no one's ever like oh i wish i lost my virginity earlier right and this doesn't need to be like your soulmate it just needs to be someone that you like trust, trust. and like care about yeah and you'll level. know if you can trust the person based on how they behave because as you can see these other guys have not behaved well or right appropriate or what you want them to be not badly they honestly haven't done anything wrong but like they're not what you want them to be so like right better. so i think they're doing you a favor by um not even not not even purposely they just right are. Yeah. yeah so like consider yourself lucky wait so, so, uh, eventually you'll find a guy who like does care maybe take it a little slower and like get to know them and then like yeah. casually reveal that yeah don't reveal it like until like you feel like uh, secure right otherwise just don't have sex with them none of their fucking business yeah um but for more dating advice, you should definitely pick up our um, paperback copy of our book is coming out on April 10th and or 11th. One of those days, <laughs> you'll figure it out. Um, it's called I Had a Nice Time and Other Lies. And you can find a shit ton of dating advice in there mm -hmm. from some very wise people, yours truly. Yeah. And um, check it out. Yeah. Um, let's do one more Dear Batch. Do you want to read it? Definitely. Okay. Dear Batches, first of all, so in love with your podcast. Keep them coming. I'll try to make this not too short but not too long with just enough <laughs> I like, I like I how, the reader, how they know. Right. They now are like – they know our – We've conditioned us. them. Yes. Maybe I should do that with Bruce and his pottying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I started working for an organization early July 2016, about nine months ago. I was just informed this week that my company would like me to move from my current clinic to a more high-volume clinic in a town about an hour and a half away. My manager said that they would like to be flexible and allow me to determine when I would like the transition to take place since I will have to be moving to this new location, which happens to have a higher cost of living than my current location. My question for you is, is it acceptable for me to ask for a pay raise and moving expenses given the change they are asking me to undertake, even though I've been with the organization for less than a year? I am salaried and have not received a raise as of yet. If so, how much would be acceptable to ask for? Also, is it reasonable to ask to wait until the end of summer for the transition to occur, or is that pushing it? Thanks so much for your help. Moving is a bitch. I have an okay. answer. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I think the general lesson when people when people ask, like, is it okay for me to ask? Like, you can ask whatever you want to ask. Like, you yeah. can and should ask. Like, the worst <laughs> thing to do is have a question and not ask because if you don't ask, you don't get ever. 
Yeah. Um, so unless you're asking for something totally like, and you'll know when it's like completely insane, yeah. like if twi- like a 200% raise or something like that. Yeah. But like you're entitled to ask for whatever you want, whether or not they give it to you is like not always going to be like, it's not always going to be a yes, but you should always ask for what you want because you'll never know if you don't ask. Right. And especially, okay. In this situation in particular, you should definitely ask for, um, like a raise for the like adjusted to the cost of living of the the new place compared to yours and like you should probably research this and ask for a reason like ask for a reasonable amount and the um, amount that's like proportional to like the yeah. the change in cost of living yeah. and you can definitely ask for moving uh like a moving stipend a lot of people ask for that and a lot of people get them I wouldn't ask for like more than you expect it to cost. Like don't ask for like $50,000 to move. Like look up, like try to figure out what it will actually cost you to move. Like realistically, whatever that is, that means in terms of like moving, like security deposits, like what furniture, whatever else you'll need that you can't have, like ask for that, like show them like, this is the amount that it's going to cost. And then asking about when the transition is going to occur, Um, You can definitely ask for it to happen after the summer, but I think the smarter thing to do would be if you're going to say that to give a reason why and don't make that reason like because I want to hang out with my friends this summer. Like you should probably just – you should probably come up with like a legitimate sounding reason. and then Like my lease is up at the end of the summer. Yeah, I don't want to pay a fee or something. Like yeah, some sort of reasonable – Rational. Like something that like an adult will appreciate. Right. As opposed Um, to like us. For sure. Okay. Good luck. Um, good luck. We if hope you, have you an, get it. If you have any other questions that you want us to answer, please email us at slapped at betches.com. That's S L A P P E D at betches.com. We've been getting some great questions from you. We also have this Soap and Glory campaign, as you might have seen on our Instagram, where we're talking, we're telling people to like nominate women who are like, have been like really big role models for them in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And one person I wanted to, that someone nominated was um, Chloe Coscarelli. Um, she's a vegan chef who has gotten national recognition like Forbes and New York Times 30 under 30 and is currently undergoing a legal battle with a hospitality group that wants to begin serving animal byproducts at her namesake restaurant by Chloe. I think you're pretty familiar with yeah. that. I, yeah. I, I actually heard she was in a dispute with her partners and she got like pushed out. So I think she's just having some issues, but either way, go Chloe. Right. You're killing it. I love your food, particularly your quinoa taco salad. Right, and she's fighting as an entrepreneur, this woman says, and as a woman for the integrity of her work. She's a total bitch. Please consider her. She's a great example. Um, And that comes from Mary Ellen um, at Pecorina Romana. Um, So thank you for submission. If you guys have any other people that you, like, think are – um, that we should talk about that are like really strong female entrepreneurs, definitely email us again at slapped at batches.com and we will bring them up next time. I think we have time for like one or two quick games. Um, let's do shoot, fuck, marry. Um, no, 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 no. Let's, do, um, let's do shoot, fuck, marry, Ed, Nathan, and the hot musical producer from Big Little Lies since the show is over and it's our last chance to really talk about it. I honestly like, <laughs> I don't like any of them. I feel like Ed's, like, going to be the best husband. Yeah. Nathan. Fuck. Probably shoot. No. No, you've said the, the, the like. Oh, the hot musical. Pro- yeah. Oh, the hot, the hot musical like, music. Is that what yeah. you call that job? The director, director. of the musical. <laughs> musical yeah, director. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's, like, gets such, like, hot I think I time. would. Yeah, I think I would go with the Madeline Root, which is to marry Ed and and have sex with the musical She producer. probably would shoot Nathan at this point, so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess All we're going right, to have to agree with her. Okay. I don't like any of the guys in the show, to be honest. Same. Yeah. Okay, one more question is, 
how much would it cost for you to televise your wedding on TV? A million dollars plus the cost of the wedding. Oh, not like a million dollars to spend on the wedding and you can keep whatever's left over? No, no, no. How much, like, I feel like a million dollars is like so much money to spend on a wedding. Like, I don't even know if I'd be able to like find enough shit to like. Yeah, you could. You just have it a really expensive venue where it's like a thousand a plate and you'll find, you'll be. That's still like, okay, let's say you have 300 guests. That's still like $300,000. You still have $700,000 to kill. Yeah, but do you know how like high a floral bill could be if you like really go all out i guess out. i feel like i would i hate the idea of getting like spending so much on flowers that just die immediately i would i would use it to get like my favorite musical guest or something yeah you could do that <laughs> i'd have like louis ck marry me <laughs> like marry you as no the, like be like the, the guy the like yeah. officiant not like i'm not gonna pay him to marry me i feel like that would be like a little right. unromantic right for sure i bet he'd marry you oh that's so sweet you're, you're welcome <laughs> i bet you meryl streep would marry you thanks meryl's my favorite okay i think um, we're out of time for today but um Thanks upset, for joining us. Upset it has to end. Remember to email us with any questions or comments or just like generally anything you think, but like not that dumb at slapped <laughs> at betches.com. Hey, bye. Bye. Betches.